comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Axing and dixing and all his reindeers pulling on the reins. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. All right, so this week we're uh, coming to the end of the year. I know this is the this is our last recording session, y'all. Oh, 2018. Oh, I don't know why I'm saying all. I'm pretty stoked to let 2018 go, even though we had some really really great high moments. We do, but hell yes, dunk that in the trash. Right, us personally, we had a really nice 2018 in certain ways, but um, yes. this world and the city has had some some sad moments. Uh, sad. Yeah. Regrettable but, moments. <laughs> yeah, I think that at least we're almost in 2019. Yes. Which brings us to what we're talking about this week. Yes. Hopes, dreams, wishes. Thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. All of that. All of it. Yeah. For Richmond and uh, maybe beyond. We'll maybe see. a little beyond. Mm-hmm. I got some I got some whole world aspects I'm trying to work on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think when we talked about the show uh, during the Quick and Dirty, my main hope dream for Richmond was a council president that knows Robert's Rules of Order. Well, there's <laughs> hope for that because, you know, the last meeting was, you know, that was the end for, yeah. uh, for Hilbert and DJ Newville. Chili Chilbert. Netflix and Chilbert. Old Chilbert and Company. Chilby Chilbs. Chilbertino. Chris No Chilbert. President Chris Hilbert, a.k.a. DJ Chili C. President Chilbs. So are Council Pres Mad Skillsbert. Stop it! <laughs> Told you there was a little treat in there for you. Chris's rules and Roberts are out of the question. Oh, hell. A wild Chilbert appeared and dashed my dreams. President Chris Buzz Kilbert. Where was Chilbert? Who knows and who cares? President Chilby L. Chilberto. On to consent where Council President Mad Skilbert. <laughs> On to consent where President. <laughs> Gotta say it again. Okay, can do this. On to consent where Council President Mad Skillsbert has returned. Chris once again transformed into Buzz Kilbert. President Chillard Chilmore. What you talking about, Chillis? So. That sounds so ominous. That was the end. That was the end. It was the end so, of him. So we'll be sending um, all of the current council people a Robert's Rules of Order That's test. what I meant to get on Amazon. You know, uh-huh. Do they have like a little little pocket? Yeah, that's, they what, that's what they do. I should. I have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I have it. We're just gonna send y'all. No, they're they're gonna get a quiz. It's too late now to figure out to teach them. You either gotta know it or you don't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, outside of mine, we actually have somebody here that dropped in. We're letting whoever wants to drop by, of course, this week say hi with their hopes and dreams. So Chelsea, hey, came boo. through. Hey y'all. This is Chelsea Higgs Wise. Hey hey. Of course. Hopes and dreams. This is a good one. Thanks for having this open platform, y'all. Yeah, Yeah, man. So I wanted to come and let me. Oh, my goodness. Hopes and dreams, man. Oh, I love my city so much. Um, My hopes and dreams are for city peace to end all hunger across the nine wards and just to come together as a people. No, but really, I uh, would Are you lo- writing for Miss Richmond right now? I know, right? <laughs> I was going to say, like, um... Like, is it her pageant sash on? She's ready to go. I was... I know. I wasn't... I wasn't totally ready. But no, I, I really want to see women step up in the city and take control, whether that's the sector of business, politics, chefing it up, comms. I mean, just... You mean, any- you mean more than they already are? No, right. Like, I just... I want to see them, like, get their credit, right? Because yeah. especially black women, we, we are really running 
run in the city in, in, in such a way. But just to have that acknowledged and, you know, especially this being on you all show in particular, I would love to see that show and be represented more in our political realm. Mm-hmm. Hello? Hello, girl. Yeah. Oh, hey. Me and Fran making all the eye contact I'm right just now. Saying, just you know, snaps, it's it represented all over Richmond. So when is that? When is that going to feed into? So that would be my hopes and dreams of getting more representation in our advocacy world of Black women, yeah. of our organizing world of Black women, of just kind of continuing to show up, but getting that credit for when we show up because we've been here. I was going to say because yeah. that's something I've noticed in Richmond is that women, Black women specifically, are very behind the scenes in Richmond. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily at the forefront of conversations, but they are like boots so, on the ground. Boots on the ground. Exactly. I would love to see just even just more attention paid to more um, props. Can we just start with respect first? Res- respect is probably Ooh. the first. Yep. Let, let's start with there. I'll wait on my recognition if you'll just respect me with Ooh. what I'm doing first. Then we'll get to the recognition later because I can actually do without the certificate. If you just respect me in my space and my voice, we good. Only reason why I'm talking about that recognition because with the recognition comes the check. And oh, that's true. I want the dollar. I want the right. coins too. And 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 I'm just about I that just, equity piece. But you're right. It's I just, sad I just that we wanted that. To- <laughs> I just want to not get elbow in the mouth when I'm trying to talk. Like, I'll get the check later. Just stop elbowing get paid me. and respected. Like, why does that have to be a both? We have to, like, put that out on the contract, too, right? Like, uh, I need respect and equity. Put it on there. Yeah, thank you. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's that's a that's a big hope and dream right there. Mm-hmm. What my, my top of my list right now, because I'm being real hopeful, because, you know, Richmond is, is skeptical as you know what. But my hope is that this worldwide search for this chief of police that's about to come is about to give us some pure, whole, stable justice, equity, just everything that we need in this policing to come that we actually get, you know, farewell to you, deuces, Alfred Durham. But that's my my number one hope and dream. I got a whole lot of them. I'm going to share them throughout the throughout the, the show but my first and foremost is that while we have the opportunity to put someone before us to lead us in policing in this city especially with what we've gone through this year that we get someone who is on it who is about this social justice change who recognizes what policing looks like in this world that we live in and is willing and able to try to fix it and do it transparently and not be afraid wish unicorns were real that would be so cool that's that's my that's my hope and dream and i said i was being real hope real real hopeful i'm putting i'm I'm out there that the ice is cracking under my feet i'm out there we'll whisper that into santa's ear i'm just saying and i've been a good girl this year too if I could just get that, like the rest of it, I feel like we can probably deal with. But, you know. So speaking of black women, what if we got a black woman chief? Not saying that that would be the end all be all. We already know that just a black person in leadership does not equal that. Sure don't because all skin folk and kin folk Hello. speak on it. In the, in the last few weeks, we've been just looking at other localities in Virginia and their leadership mm-hmm. and uh, the political will behind their leadership. And just speaking about Charlottesville, they have a black woman police chief uh-huh. the commonwealth attorney in portsmouth oh my goodness yes, stephanie morales is. yes yo don't even i didn't come on this show to start talking about this but i definitely will when we're talking about <laughs> I'm, I'm here for <laughs> this it though is not what i want but if we're talking about black women in leadership in, in virginia and looking at the criminal justice and our hopes and dreams maybe not 2019 but 2020 commonwealth attorneys are, are shifting the way that we are looking at criminal justice and looking at the law looking at law enforcement and stephanie is the only person 
person, the only person in the United States to prosecute two police shootings in, in a particular precinct, in a particular place. She is the only person, not, not just one, but two. Mm. So she got the first conviction. Now she's working on her second one. So this is just the point of we look at the, again, black women are already doing it. Mm-hmm. Was it was it Portsmouth that they also had the, the police uh, award? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Same if people shooting, don't yep. know, it was the uh, police apparently awarded somebody within their department during a shooting where somebody was killed. And if I remember, it was a, a white police officer. It was yep. a person of color. Yep. And it, basically that whole thing of like awarding that, if you think about what that really means of reinforcing that, hey, this is a positive thing. Mm-hmm. And this is something that it's now started to come up that it's not just in Portsmouth. Right. And so if you think about the importance of having people that are, are willing to stand up and be and take some of the, I, there's no way that she's not taking a ton of criticism and heat and standing strong and doing ultimately the right thing right. is so important to combat these these little tiny passive aggressive like just systemic things that are rooted so deeply in there to reinforce yep that and all staying behind things. her cuz she didn't we yep. had we had this on our last show when somebody sticks their toe in encourage them so they'll put their whole leg in mm. you know mm-hmm. don't because even even her you know her a lot of her grassroots folks in Portsmouth aren't aren't backing her but Jesse brought up the awards piece and that's something that we are I want to just highlight that we are seeing that across the country because that happened in Tulsa mm-hmm. where they awarded the officer that shot the black men and killed them it's also happened in I'm trying to look it up right now the locality in New York where they also awarded someone and they they have it on record that they awarded him for police morale because of everything he was going through with the trial. So, and this is just, again, this is Chelsea's own opinion. I do not know, but it was just a question of, I wonder if that's part of the systemic routine pattern is awarding these officers in order for the morale. Like that's just another piece of if you do something against the community, actually let's award you. That's part of maintaining a certain culture that they have in it. I don't know. All I'm seeing is just keeps happening. And I think that, you know, morale is that key word because I know there have been times where I was critical of Chief Durham and the response was, well, he's good for police officer morale. Like he has to have this this positive narrative and he has to say these things to... Don't don't get me started on me criticizing a black man as a black woman and y'all jumped in my DMs and y'all jumped my Twitter. Mm. My Twitter was in shambles because I had black men telling me how awful it was for me as a black woman to criticize a black man. Okay, let's just put this out here while we're talking about it. If you wrong, you wrong. And I don't care if you black, blue, yellow, or my mama, you wrong. So I'm gonna call it. And so I don't care if you like it, if that's your cousin or he's your neighbor, or you think it's terrible that I'm talking about black power this, black power that, and I'm talking down on a black man, he's wrong. He was wrong. And the stuff he kept saying was wrong. And I don't care if it was good for police morale. What about black? What about black community morale? Mm. What about that? What's good for that? That's an amazing, I think, hope for Richmond. Morale, That's just, black I'm community just, morale. Uh, well, again, we got to start somewhere. Before we, we leave that conversation, I just say, as we look, I would really love to see and challenge the administration to have, since we love a little commission around here, an advisory board, and this happens mm-hmm. in many localities when they're looking for a chief, to come together and have the applicants for the chief position be reviewed by community members. Kind of like the superintendent search committee, but maybe like less corporate people on that committee. Uh, uh- you know, just, let's, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It, that that would have to be a goal overall. That's so too we much make our like, committees. right, girl, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Maybe that's a hope and dream. Our committees are now made of like community. <laughs> that's a big, that's a huge, oh my goodness. It shouldn't be funny. <laughs> that's a big hope. 
That's a fantasy. Ooh, they would have to even think of us first, girl. <laughs> they include us on the ordinance. They'd have yep. to actually have us in mind. You're right. I'm sorry. That That's not nice. Whatever. <laughs> um, We're not no, here to be nice, necessarily. No, but I, I do want to, if there isn't, that is a thing that happens in many other localities when we're looking at chiefs. I'm just saying, would something like that happen in Richmond? I don't know. Would they invite community to the table to see who's enforcing We got a commission for everything else. Hello. An advisory board for everything else. And if our chief, if our exiting chief is saying, saying out loud the thing that burnt him out mm-hmm. was the black morale, was the pushback, was the, the conflict in the culture of a community. Why would we not have community in on that decision? Well, it just depends. It depends on if, if it depends on if, if the consensus of the community feels like him, that mm-hmm. we don't have a systemic issue in policing with black people, like he stood up at a meeting and said. So, I mean, I don't know. It's got to start somewhere. You got to get a consensus on that first. I hope is that nobody stands up and says that again in 2019 in Richmond. That'd be great. I, I would suggest that they don't stand up and say that again. Keep it to yourself because we already witnessed what that'll do. Just keep that to yourself. At this point, I, I don't. I don't think we can even hold that to be true. If his if his walking out words are of that, you we know, didn't we, say he didn't tell lies. I'm just right, saying no, that's what he said. Oh, I, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Girl. Maybe he changed his mind. I, those those words. <laughs> keep me up at night in Richmond, right? And as the mayor of the city stood next to him and did not correct him. Mm-mm. Believe me, I have nightmares mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying, I ain't saying he, I know. he, he don't tell lies. Maybe right. he changes mind. I don't know. I'm, I'm having nightmares of the crisis intervention training that everyone is so hype about that is focused on officer safety first and always. That's the safety that that crisis in. That, these are the things that keep me up at night. And so when we're looking at leadership, what are my hopes and dreams? Safety? My gosh, is that my hope and dream? That like there's the basics of, of just humanity or like security, safety, shelter. Start Can we somewhere. get some heat? I mean, I... <laughs> some, some heat. No, no heat crisis this year. No heat crisis would be nice. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, think you know. Thankfully, people like and coalitions like you know Justice and Reformation are handing out the heaters and collecting for that. Mm-hmm. Just because somebody's got to keep that up, because you know we're not working on buildings and infrastructure, but we can have the band aids. And thank goodness for the community doing mm-hmm. that. On a comment, I am so glad you guys opened this up. Um, I am thank you have so much to, for coming in. Yeah, I got a rush. I just wanted to come by and steal some sweets because I know Fran was gonna hook it up. Yeah, no, yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Get some of the cider with the cinnamon Always. sticks. You know, we official up in here. You yes. know, yes. You know. I want to just say thank y'all for everything you did in 2018, bringing us all the news, the dirt, things that we love. And yeah, just big shout out to you guys. And I can't wait to see what's going to happen with the Dirt Girls in 2019, y'all. I'm just really excited. Are we about to thank start a catering business. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we keep feeding you recognition. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, Thanks, Chelsea. Y'all. All right, so my hopes and dreams, I have so many. <laughs> Where to begin? Community leaders getting the recognition they deserve from city council and city administration. That would be good. And not just like the old guard, you know, uh, community leaders, but we have some really good fired up younger folks out there. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to say millennials because some of them are in high school. Yep. Well, I think just and sometimes it's not even just like millennials being new, but I think there's just new people getting involved in activism, period, across all age ranges. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and I would been... love to see the new people engaged, getting recognized for the work that they're doing and getting more and more and bigger. Yeah. If that makes sense. Franny got one to add. Go ahead. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But, yeah, I just um, I've been really impressed 
by the folks that we've come across this year mm-hmm. that have been maybe not so vocal in the past, but this year there was just something mm-hmm. that happened that told them I need to get involved. And so here they are and they're interacting with us. And I'm just, I'm really proud. Year two of Trump backlash. Oh, i say. What you got well, to say? You know, just since we're on that topic, another one of my hopes and dreams is that we would allow these younger, engaged, energized, motivated young people actually have a space and a place to work in our local organizations. If we had less wagging mustaches and allowed some of these younger people to get out there and work and allow them to do the work without trying to inflict the policies of 1954 on these organizations and their, you know, energized young people that are in the room, you wouldn't come to these meetings and everybody in the room is 65 plus. Mm-hmm. Because the young people come to the meetings and you run them out of your organization with your cronyism and your, this is a way we've done it for 30 years. We don't want to do it another way. Can we please stop letting perfect be the enemy of progress? Just saying. That maybe and it's not even perfect. Mind. It's just our way. It's yeah. not even perfect. It's just, it's our way or or don't don't come do it. I think I would also add to that millennials and, and young people are, are very different to interact with. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at like generations, this is something that I've oddly done like a lot of research on is how millennials function differently to understand just the different divide of things. Mm-hmm. And when, when we as millennials have organizations that tell us no or tell us, well, you don't need to know that or don't worry about that, that mm-hmm. breeds so much distrust with us. And it's just not an environment that we are willing to engage in. Mm-mm. And I think that there needs to be a, a place or, or a place that we both all meet in the middle where it's like, you know, we as millennials recognize that maybe we can also speak differently because I've also seen organizations where the opposite happened, mm-hmm. where it's like we can't coexist, mm-hmm. where it's, hey, the new millennials get into this organization and suddenly that's everybody. Yeah. And we need to find that coexisting space mm-hmm. where, I you know, we have an older generation that looks and recognizes and listens and tries to figure out how to relate better mm-hmm. um, and, and be just generally more welcoming. And then I think also on our end of it, just recognizing the fact that even though they piss us off on the regular and we might not agree with them, figuring out how to recognize the fact that they're from a different era mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. It, it was very, very different and they're having to fight in a totally different way. Like this is something that I've realized a couple, like a week or two ago in this one conversation I was having was just the totally different strategies that were needed previously and strategies yeah. that are working today. Right are totally different. And they're totally different. And they're not it's a compatible. different approach. They're not yeah. compatible. And so in order for us to be able to take that and be progressive about what we're doing, you're going to need to understand you're not going to need to to understand both sides. There are certain things that we know work and then there are certain things that are just outdated. So if you're in an organization and you have a young person in the room that's jumping up and down going, "Give me something to do." Right set their ass down on a social media page and get that jumping. You know, use people for their... Communication. Yes. I mean, their best assets. All of us have a job. Give give them a job. And it's not as if, you know, what, what just grinds my gears about so many of the organizations that we have in Richmond is that they plead, bag, and I mean, just continuously, I mean, you have multiple people from that organization. Once they find a new energized person, they're like calling that person. They're, you know, they're not texting the person, but they're calling the person. <laughs> they're coming up to them when they see them. They're like trying to recruit them. You know, I'll, I'll pay your membership fee. We just want you to come and see and so on and so forth. Because in their mind, that's what keeps us from joining the organization is because we can't afford the $25, <laughs> you know, which is crazy. But whatever, you know, it's a blessing to, to, to somebody. So great. 
But, you know, then you get me in the room and or, or us in the room and it's like we can't hear each other because you're adamant about doing it a certain way when my way may not be the best way. But if we would just follow the freaking bylaws and worry <laughs> about that, we'd get somewhere like, <laughs> you know, if everybody didn't have a, a damn agenda, mm-hmm. a personal agenda mm-hmm. and what they're doing wasn't being used as a platform to get to the next place or find their, you know, new form of relevance in local politics again. Sorry, did you say relevance or revenue? Both. Oh, both, but but the revenue, but the mm. revenue is the part that we can't tag. The revenue is the part that you know comes in the form of you know the purchase of used cars and you know new wardrobes and stuff like that Preach. that we can't you know put the the tag on. But it comes out, you see it, and we know it, and hashtag, we don't say anything. You know, hashtag we see it, <laughs> we see I it, cheats. We see it. Phenomena, like the um. But ho- wait, hello. Oh, you got Hello, we, have, we actually have someone here with us today. All. Hey. <laughs> you got you to introduce yourself. Greetings and salutations, all. Um, I'm Portia Foster. And um, I just was coming in to say hi to my girls. I'm not even. Hey, thanks okay. for coming in. Sure, hey. sure, sure, sure. And so thank you for having me. And I'm loving this conversation, especially what we we're talking about right now. I call that phenomenon of the passing the torch, right? And so so the, the generations need to pass the torch. And so that's why people, we look for leaders right now, post-civil rights era, and they were we're looking for people that were the people were the people the people are here it's just that the four leaders never really truly passed the torch because mm. they were so busy about some other type of political gain and things of that nature so you have people who are out here doing the work such as the rva girls you know dirt girls you know y'all doing the work but nobody passed the torch you guys took it upon yourself and so um a lot of the things that uh, francesca was saying you know we were in an organization <laughs> that literally did every, all those things mm-hmm. and so they and they push out the young people versus trying to embrace them because they're afraid to pass the torch because for certain generations having that torch equals a power mm-hmm. and a position that they're afraid to to give up versus looking at the opportunity to up to to rebuild well, and to and go it, forward but, and to you, go but you went bigger. way too deep you went way too deep in it it's not even that deep that's but also i'm saying that's yeah. what they think though that no they don't passing the torch. no they don't no they don't <laughs> i'm saying if you know they, they would they just think? pass the torch if that we, would happen no they're not passing the torch I, I don't even want you to pass it to me i just want you to let me stand close to you with it i don't even want the torch you see what I'm saying? No, that's the I'm difference. saying they're afraid to pass the torch. They ain't passing they the think, torch. Because they they don't, they're not going to do that. They ain't afraid. They ain't going to do it. Right. Because if I pass the torch, then that means to I'm now, something. yeah, now now I'm now being your follower when I want to lead. Well, right. I think it's this whole concept that really plagues Richmond. And again, back to like hopes and dreams. And it's, not, things and it's not just black, it's not just black organizations in Richmond. It's like, yeah, all of oh, this goes so era. Yes, yeah, so I'm saying I was saying more so the whole era. Like they were, people are afraid to relinquish, relinquish power versus looking at it. it's not about power; it's about unity and, and moving well, forward. And well, that, that's th- a genuine. That's that's the genuine point. But that's that's part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think in like magnifying on a larger scale is where I was going. Is like things that I would like us to shed in Richmond for next year and like beyond is this mentality that the pie is finite. Yeah, and yeah. that's what it is: is that people say that, hey, I'm not willing, or I'm afraid that you being at the table with me mm-hmm. diminishes my space right. at the table. It doesn't, and it doesn't. And I think people need to realize, like we we're trying to build, we're trying to build a bigger damn table. Right. That's it. <laughs> and and that's what it is: is figuring out how can we expand it, put those leaves on that table for that like party. Let's right. get it going instead of this thing of being so concerned about your slice of the pie because right. it's. Yeah. Because it's not it's not supposed to be your slice of the pie anyway. It's the whole community slice. And you're supposed to be if you've stepped up in an organization, you're supposed to be, you know, 
representing the community as, you know, that piece of the pie, but you're too worried about what you're planning to do with your slice of the <laughs> momentum right. at that moment. <laughs> so, sliver of momentum. Yeah. So, it. I mean, I, I, that's, a, that's another big one for me is that I hope that our organizations, you know, find the openness, the trust, the non-skepticism to be able to work together and not only not only within the organization, but also across the table. One of the things that I noticed when I was doing a lot of partnership, and I, I touched on it earlier this year, and I tried to connect a couple groups together, but our Get Out to Vote initiatives in Richmond trash. are trash. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because you've got seven, eight, let me correct that, 20 different people trying to, the they want their name at the top of the flyer. Right. And it's not about that. And that's what kills me. Like, it's not about whose name is at the top of the flyer. It's about how many vans, how many sources of transportation can we get to all nine wards in this city as fast as possible, as continuously as possible all day to get as many people to the polls. That's it. Like, that's what it is. It's not about whose name, who organized it, who gets the most credit. You know, I feel like everybody just call Clovia and tell her this is what we're going to, you know, distribute. And she puts it on the radio and nobody's name has to be on the top of the flyer. But you have so many people who are like, well, you know, we want to do it this way or we want to do it that way. Let's all come to the table and talk about what works for the good of the people and do that. Well, I think every when you have organizations that come together and some that are more specialized and especially when we have a place where there's different um, generations, different groups of people, all scattered, decentralized. Mm -hmm. Putting coming together, everybody's able to use their strengths yeah. and have a better, bigger turnout. Right. Um, and they're able to work their networks, right? Exactly. And so, and if the true, like she said, for for the example, the get out to vote, and if the true reason is to get people out to vote, you know, if we generalize around a central co- centralize around a um, particular cause, then let's just do that, and you can tap into your networks and come together and collaborate. But that's my hope and dream for Richmond is that word right there, collaboration, because oh, that's a word. They. Mm, Collaboration. <laughs> 2018 might have been transparency. Maybe 2019 can be collaboration. Collaboration. The yeah. word of the year. Mm, let's write that one down. <laughs> That's a word. Because transparency was a flopping piece of shit this year. Mm-mm-mm. Just saying. Flaming. right smack dab in the middle of a very educational episode of RVA Dirt's Municipal Mania every Wednesday. Blah, blah, blah. I gotta do that again. All right, everybody. Actually, I don't want to like that at all. We're starting that You want to start that over? Start that over, yep. Okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I realized, I was like, that's not what I wanted to do at all. Jesse wants to sing know. song like Melissa like, That was just... Me as well. Because, because the headphones is always good luck. It's it is a good, good luck. luck. Always it is. Good luck. I might just walk around all day like this. I think you should. And then you'd be like, what? I can't hear you. That's right. <laughs>
I'll try it at school board meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't catch that. Oh man, I think that's how we all feel some days. <laughs> this is where I, I interject you in the middle of the, uh, okay. of the episode. Hi, this is Liz Dorr, first to dis... <laughs> 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 I'm nervous. Hi, this is Liz Dorr, first district school board representative, and you are listening to RVA Dirt's Municipal Mania on WRIRLP 97.3 FM, Richmond Independent Radio. It's your turn! <laughs> <laughs> It is. I don't know why I found that so stressful. (laughs) I mean, we say things all the time, and we just had a long conversation and really slipped up very minimally. And then you give me a piece of paper to read, and I'm like, oh, how do I read? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I hate when I have to read to go into closed session. It's really stressful. You guys sound like new board ops. Like, when I'm training new folks, they're like, I have to read this on on the air? So it's left to right, top to bottom? Uh Uh-huh, indeed. Backwards. Hi, this is Andreas Addison, 1st District City Council Representative, and you're listening to RVA Dirt's Municipal Mania on WRIRLP 97.3 FM, Richmond Independent Radio. Hey, how are you? We're doing well. We're on the phone with Christy Albus, the producer of Open Source RVA. Hey, Christy. Hey, Christy. (laughs) Hi, how are (laughs) y'all? Excellent. We're doing well. Happy holidays, my friend. Thank you. I'm out here in Short Pump dealing with um, crazy traffic right now, so that's fun. uh, How are you not just, like, screaming at everyone? (laughs) It's it's pretty it's 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 definitely a lesson of tolerance. It's crazy. <laughs> I bet. Oh my gosh. Well, Christy, do you have any hopes and dreams for the future of Richmond in 2019 or grievances about 2018 you'd like to air? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, it guys. is Festivus, Festivus, right? We're airing grievances. For it is. Today is the first day of Festivus. Today is the first day of Festivus. Um. Gosh, I I really hope that, um, I re- first of all, I'm really happy to see people checking LeVar where he needs to be checked I and city council where they need to be checked. I think that's a, a good thing that we as a people are more woke um, with this new mayor and kind of this new council. And we are um, making sure Richmond doesn't do the stupid things that it has done in the past with projects and big things now and um, I think people are starting to listen and wake up and people are starting to have conversations and that is a really great thing that I'm starting to see and maybe I'm being too positive Mm. about it but Mm. I mean I think I think we're getting somewhere my hopes and dreams for 2019 for Richmond so is that a political question because I can go political you can go whatever you like yep Okay, okay. Um, I guess my hopes and dreams for 2019 is that the children in Richmond City Public Schools get what they damn well deserve and what they've always deserved, as all the other children in all the other counties have gotten. And I work a lot with uh, a lot of the children through RPS with these after-school care programs. And I just hope that we really, really, as a city, come together to provide more for them. There's a lot of systemic issues dating back uh, with um, segregation in the city. And it, we it's, it's we have to be done with it. It's, it. It has to come. It, we have to start doing more 
more for these children. And that is my big hope and dream. And I'm seeing things starting to happen and people having conversations, which in all my years of living in Richmond, I've not really have seen too much of. So this is a, a, a positive step forward and I'm hoping to see more and more of it. Well, thank you, Christy. Oh, we appreciate you calling in and sharing your hopes and dreams. Thank us. you. Appreciate it. Municipal mania, huh? Yeah, right? Uh, well, good luck out there right. uh, fighting the short pump uh, trolls. And- yeah, don't <laughs> right. get your steering wheel. And, and we'll see right. you soon. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, RBA Dirt. Love y'all. I'm glad that she brought that up. That's important. She touched on two things. She touched on people holding our elected officials accountable, and that's something that we need. And she kind of mentioned shiny projects and so on and so forth. Maybe that's her projecting her hopes and dreams for you know, a shiny project that we have in the play right now. We won't touch on that yet. But while we're talking about it, here's a very important thing, I think. Holding our, there's a difference between holding our elected officials accountable and criticizing our elected officials with no suggestion for a better option or improvement. And this is something that happens a lot in Richmond because Richmond is full of skeptics and Richmond is full of, let's talk about the issue after it's already messed up. (laughs) (laughs) because everybody has an opinion. Everybody's hindsight is always 2020. But we fail to attack these issues when they're in the stage when we have an influence or we have something to say. And then we end up coming in at at the back end and saying, well, we don't want this because you didn't do it the right way. And it's like, that may be true. It wasn't done the right way. But let's not waste the opportunity to make ourselves and our voice known, even if we're late. In the, in the conversation, that doesn't mean it's an end all. Be at the table. I think like even elevating the conversation from the here and now is necessary because we are constantly in this cycle of having to fight every single project individually. It's like everybody rallies the troops and comes together when there's one presentation. And I, I feel like there needs to be a point where we're planning ahead mm-hmm. to protect ourselves from ones in the future mm-hmm. also. Because I, you know, when we talk about a community benefits agreement, it, it's frustrating to me that all the things that are in a community benefits agreement were in the RFP. And the RFP for the current project, we could have put a space in there that says that you have to have, do a community benefits agreement with the community. There needed to be more structure at the beginning And I think that these are the types of conversations of holding people accountable today and criticizing today, but then also looking towards how is there a better way to do this? Trying to find the political will Mm -hmm. of our local elected officials to help us create and pass things like legislation that would require these things because nobody's happy with where things are at right now. No, Nobody's happy with any project at all ever. And And to be frank, that's the, it's never going to be. Everyone's going to be always happy Mm -mm. with everything. So we have to think about these things for the next project because there will be a next one. Because like at the end of the day, no matter what, if it's this project or forced, if, if it's even just a concentrated effort of a project, that doesn't necessarily, eventually we're going to still have the same side effects. So for example, with North Abroad development, one of the big concerns is the rising property value of the Gilpin Court area specifically. Bingo. And the, the dominoes that that development sets up to then fall down, yep. those dominoes are standing today. It's just a question of will they start to fall sooner 
or later. Or later. Mm-hmm. And is it going to be a result of concentrated development all at once? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be organic growth and development? And I think that's what we cannot lose sight of, the fact that even if this one project gets blocked, gets transformed, whatever happens with this one, there's still things we have to protect for in the future. This is an opportunity to start negotiating of figuring out specifically, though, but what about the next ones? What about this process didn't we like? Hello? Uh, hello. Is this Mr. Don Harrison of Open Source RVA? Why, yes, it is. Well, hello, Hi. sir. Hi, Don. The gang's all hello. here, and um, we'd like to know, what are your hopes and dreams for the city of Richmond for the new year in 2019? And if you have any grievances or reflections you'd like to air on 2018? Oh, no, of course not. I think everything's perfect. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you so much. I was like, and, uh, I think I called the wrong I, I person. Anything could uh, actually be uh, changed or no, I think we're, I mean, I've got, I got my check if that's what you mean. Seriously, though. <laughs> we're not doing this today, Don. Don, don't lie. <laughs> what you got to say? Huh? Well, geez. Uh, you know, I'm always, I'm always hoping for jetpacks. We gave you bird scooters. Think, that wasn't good enough. Mm, oh my gosh! No, could you imagine jetpacks? I want jetpacks. Jet can you imagine yeah, jetpacks yeah, yeah. in little uh, clusters? Promised? It's time. It's time for jetpacks. All right. In Richmond, though, on every street corner. On every, on, on every corner. That's where I want Tom Farrell to direct his, uh, his considerable energy. Hmm. Okay. And didn't concentrate on pipelines and big old TIF districts. Okay. Uh, maybe we'd have jetpacks. Well, anything else that you would um. You'd like any of our elected officials to know? Um, I don't know. Stop being insane. Oh wow, <laughs> that's a that's a yeah, large escalating I mean, quickly. It's a large I ask. If, if we're if it's a champagne wishes and caviar dreams you're talking about, yeah, stop being insane. Okay. It's really it's really very simple. It's, very it's a simple message. Get some help. Check your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not helping you at all with this. Learn Robert's rules of order. <laughs> <laughs> really simple. It's the little things. Stop being insane. Stop being insane. Stop being insane. Stop making Marty Jewell say what the ham sandwich. It's the kind of world I want to live in. Oh my gosh. What if we did an It's a Wonderful Life of Richmond City Politics? Well, Don, thank you so much for I'm, taking your time. I, I, you know, I, I don't think I helped you at all. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> all right. That's all right. <laughs> in, in, true, in true Richmond fashion, we appreciate your comments. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gals. Have a great holiday. <laughs> Thanks. You, you do the you same. Guys, you guys are you guys are killing it. Hey, what's up? Hey. How you doing? All right. This is uh, Ennis Cole, friend of the dirt. Hope you are having a lovely holiday season. Yes. Are you are you bah humbuggy or are you in a good mood? I'm a, I'm a little bah humbuggy. I uh, I'm glad for the holiday season, spending time with all the family and friends. I'm glad to have in my life. So I'm trying to take a positive spin about it. There you go. Well, yep. we would like to ask you, what are your hopes and dreams for Richmond in 2019? Uh, love to take the take the monuments down and treat everybody as good as we treat white people. <clears throat> I almost spit my tea all over the. <laughs> I mean, my cider all over the. Yes. Yes, bitch, yes. <laughs> That's a real yep. one. Treat everybody yep. like we treat. Nuh-uh. No, I got one better. Treat everybody like white people treat their dogs and we'd be doing good. Yeah. Oh. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Do you have any reflections on the year that has passed? Oh, I don't know if there's going to be polite enough for radio right now. Oh, well, I mean, I can, I can make anything work, you know. <laughs> yeah, I... Well, you know, on the on the on the fly, uh, we we need to be a better America. We need to be a better Richmond. You know, some of the stuff that happened uh, doesn't doesn't demonstrate what we can be. We we can do better than this. This is this is nonsense. 
Thank yep. you so much for taking your time and uh, giving us your insight, Ennis. And we hope you have a fantastic holiday, and we'll talk to you soon. Happy Festivus. Yep, yep. Yep, thank you. Y'all have a good holiday. So we're on a three-way <laughs> <laughs> with Nate Peterson. Nate, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? What do you want Richmond to know about you? You mean former RVA mayor candidate Nate Peterson? Yeah, that yes. one. And host of Let's Get Drunk and Talk About It? Yeah, that one. Oh, that one? Huh. Yep, that one. That guy. Huh. Oh, that's great. I don't even need to do an, need to do an introduction now. That's perfect. Nope, there you go. Not <laughs> at all. I was like, the purpose of today's call is to find out what your hopes and dreams for the city of Richmond are in the upcoming year, 2019, and if you have any reflections on the year that's passed. Well, um, yeah, my reflection on the year that's passed, I would like uh, John Belisles to be mayor, huh. and then I would like him to not have a coliseum and not give a bunch of handouts to Dominion and, you know, maybe just keep the promises. That'd be cool. Um, but obviously we don't have John Belisles and uh, obviously we don't know where he is now. Does anybody know where John Blouse is now? Well, tell him we need him back. I mean, he, he is the OG again. of the term shiny project. He is. Yeah. And, you know, either that or Fighting Joe's going to run again and holy hell, we don't need that. I mean, Fightin' Joe's definitely. Like, can that be a hope and dream, Richmond, that Fightin' Joe doesn't move and run for council? <sighs> Actually, that he doesn't run for council at all? That's a doesn't 2020 run for goal. anything. He's, he's, he's making a comeback. Like all those other Me Too boys, they're they're getting ready to come back and say, hey, I've, I've atoned and, uh, you know, give me power and money now. <laughs> he's got a radio show now. He's, he's got a radio show on that same network as, the uh, you know, the Godzilla of Truth. Mm. Mm. The Godzilla mm. of Truth. Mm. Oh. Mm. That's what John Frager calls himself. Well, these people giving themselves their own nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nate, do you have any, um, any parting thoughts that you'd like to share with the city of Richmond, our listeners? Yeah. Um, I think private businesses should pay for all of their own costs. And if we do any more handouts, and if they... So help me God, if they build a boulevard stadium, I will make sure that nobody is mayor and that we turn into a communist collective with no leader where oh, everything is run on a group vote. And, you know, this is just, you know, we're just going to get rid of it. I'm done. No You're, more democracy. Wait, are you announcing a charter change referendum? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Chelsea Hicks Wise is here to do a sketch with me. Oh, that's really creepy because, like, we just had Chelsea here. So it's like just with us. she just teleported oh, you to just you. Had Chelsea yeah. here. All right. Well, we'll let you go do that. Um, and thank you, so, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. <laughs> Thanks. My pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, you know, and uh, let's make sure there's no uh, call team. Hello. Hello, Miss Shonda Harris Muhammad. It's the RBA hey. Girls. How you doing? Hey. Good. Merry Christmas, ladies. Merry Christmas to you. Well, so we were wondering if you have any hopes and dreams for 2019 that you might want to share with us or maybe some reflections on the year past. Oh, wow. Um, you ladies really know how to um, put somebody on the spot, right? But that's what y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all do it very well. Um, so you always got to be ready when the three of y'all are together. Oh, <laughs> Um, so hopes for 2019, I just would really like to continue to serve in the community, not only the community that I live on the north side, but also continue to serve um, families and their children in other parts of the city. And my service is not limited to the city of Richmond. I am originally from Cuckoo, Virginia, so which is a small town in Louisa County. So um, my family roots are really deep there. So I do a lot of 
just servicing and working with not only my family members that continue to live in poverty, unfortunately, but also helping educate them so they can educate their children that it is a possibility to get out of poverty, go to college, um, and do whatever you want to do. And so for 2018, um, I, I did a lot. I, I didn't feel, realize how much work that I had done, but I chartered a women's organization called ACHI in Richmond. Um, and ACHI means strength and sisterhood. And really the focus of that women's organization, and it's a diverse women's organization, um, is to really help women who have the desire to be servant leaders. And so the focus is on the growth and well-being of women in the communities in which we live, regardless of the zip code. So I am very pleased with the work that I've done that I continue to do in 2018 and serving as a charter member and as the current president for that organization. I have met so many women that I mean, their heart and their desire to serve people, not just less fortunate. I mean, let's not get it twisted. It's not, you know, sometimes we put a lot of focus on trying to do work with families that are less fortunate and we are not mindful that we need to do, do work within ourselves. And so I have the honor of just helping these women be comfortable in the skin that they are in so they can lead at their full capacity. And so that's really what, and it's not so much I'm leaving that behind. I grew a lot in 2018 personally and professionally, and I I am so thankful for that growth. And so I'm going to take the growth into 2019 and do bigger and better things. What those things are, I really don't know now. So, but I'm going to be ready for whatever comes my way. Well, we're excited to see what you come up with. I know you ladies are. (laughs) (laughs) Always eyes on Shonda. I'm excited for Shonda. Uh, and her 2020 goals. Oh, oh. Oh, my God. Did she say? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse going to stir did, that pot. <laughs> did, did, did she say what, ask Shonda what's her 2020 goals? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Um, I, I am going to make a decision over holiday break. I promised my family because I've had, um, on a serious note, I've had, my mother-in-law has asked me. I love her so much. Um, I've had church members ask me. I've had other leaders ask me. I, I've been asked that question. And so I promised my family, I, I did, and, and we're going to be ready, or I'm going to be ready to make that decision over the holiday. And so I promised them that I, because I get asked that all of the time. My closest friends, my besties, who people know that they're my best friends, they get asked that when they're in Kroger or the Dollar General. They remind me that all of the time. So I am going to make that decision and decide where you know, I could be best suited where, you know, really what I'm going to do. And so, because I don't know, like right now, I don't know. I, I don't know what my 2020 goal is. And so um, I have a feeling, I have a strong indication of what I want to do. And so I'm just going to sit down with my family and just say, hey, this is this is it. And of course, get with some of my, my best girlfriends and just talk about, because what, what whenever we make a step in our lives as, as besties, we take that journey with each other. And so whatever journey I decide to take, I'm not taking it by myself. My girlfriends are taking it with me. My family is taking it with me. And so we just want to make sure that the decision that I make is going to be a wise decision 
and also a decision that I can live with. So as soon as, you know, I come, I decide or come up with something, ladies, I'll let you know. Oh, we'll be looking forward to that. Absolutely. Yes. If you don't, 100%. Look, if you all don't ask me first. Truth. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Shonda, and have <laughs> a happy you. new year. All right. Merry Christmas, ladies, and happy new year. Love you all. Bye-bye. Thanks. Love you back. Bye-bye. You can go ahead and say whatever it is that you want to yeah, say. Yeah, so this is, this is I, I had a whole list, you know. Um, yours truly, your, yours truly had several. You know, I stayed up all night. You mean Jonathan Young? <laughs> I wasn't ready. I did. I stayed up all night and I was thinking about different things and I was like, you know, it's so we this has been a, a great year for us and you know, I'm just so excited for the things that you know, we have in store for us in the future and for all the leaps and bounds that we've made together, sister friends. That's right. You know, this year it's been, man, I don't even know. I know, right? This is <laughs> this is not where I I'm saw tr- myself. I'm trying not to cry. Two years ago, but yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful thing, right? And it is. Fair, this is where I saw myself like last week. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> I well, things keep growing and changing with us at a rapid Yes. rapid pace rapid pace and I'm really thankful to be taking the journey with you guys well I'd probably still be doing something for the community but it wouldn't be exactly this be this l- was this propelled me into a journey you know to do something that I do enjoy doing I just couldn't do it by myself and I think I realized that when I started a blog a couple years ago and I was like oh I love that I love the interaction but it's not for me by myself I need a whole team of people <laughs> around me to to make it successful because you know I just don't have a lot of the time to do it but I love it and I love really doing things that matter and mean something to the community and that's really really where I hope our um collectively our hopes and dreams lead us is into the next level of engagement support and our own special way of activism I guess in the community but I still, I still got a Richmond one. All right. I do. I still got a Richmond one. So another one of my hopes and dreams for 2019 is that we find a way to reward teachers, fully fund RPS, and not have our kids in this community open up a newspaper or, well, even if they open up the newspaper, I mean, some of these kids might not even be able to read the damn thing. That's that's the issue, that they don't turn on the TV and they see, you know, the name of their school being plastered across the television for cheating. Then they get, you know, criminalized as if they've done something when it's been a system that has cheated them out of what's most important in their life, and that's their education for some silly recognition. So that's my hope and dream, that our kids get what they're supposed to get from Richmond in terms of safe, secure, stable housing, an excellent education where the teachers aren't overworked, underpaid, and underappreciated, where the books aren't second-rate books because, because our system is failing our kids. I just hope that somewhere in all of this deal-making that's going on right now, that Somebody at the table has these babies in mind. I think uh, for me, one of my big ones is that Richmond residents' voices are truly heard, and especially our residents of color. Mm-hmm. Not just in one arena. I, I think categorically, 
we need to get to a place where we recognize equity of the fact that for so long we have deprived and intentionally um, withheld access and power and listening and hearing that we need to recognize that we need to compensate. And we can see where we are so far behind in places such as if you go to historical places like the Devil's Half Acre and how hard it is to even find it. Like I've been there by accident or the Egyptian building and the horrific history that has happened that people don't know about. Mm -hmm. And I think that there are groups of people that advocate for more attention to be paid to those sites, those historic sites. But also I talk about, you know, affordable housing and uplifting people out of poverty. There's a number of places where it, it just feels like we're at a place where it's always like, well, here's how we're going to fix it for you. Instead of finding ways to more and more empower and support the community that needs the help because there's a place of needing that input instead of saying, well, we're gonna fix this for you. And people need voices at that table because I personally, as somebody that gets invited to tables, like I, I always need somebody that's with me that is an advocate for various communities because I can speak and I can be heard and I can be seen, but I can't say the things that are going to encompass every single thing and recognize and forecast every single problem. Mm -hmm when we're talking about policies. And we need to recognize the fact that even it might be difficult or it might be um, not how we think somebody should be expressing a message, but we need to hear the bigger thing and, and relate to each other better and take the time to relate to each other better and truly listen. And that's- Respect each other. Exactly, as a community, as elected officials, everybody. Because I think that that is the underheard and truly listened to voices in Richmond. I, I really hope that there's progressive um, risk-taking elected officials that come in the next few years or that find themselves next year um, because that's what we need is we need people that are in positions of power recognizing those decisions and, and intentionally fixing these issues instead of the community constantly having to force their way in. So my hope and dream is probably going to make some penises crawl back up inside. My hopes and dreams are that the men in this town, whether they be activists, advocates, politicians, whatever, that maybe they take a little bit of a sit down, have a seat, turn on your listening ears and listen to the women who are doing the work right now. Stop trying to put us in boxes. Stop trying to create our narrative for us. Be supportive. We have supported you since the day you were born. We have taken a back seat. Literally with your life supported you. Right. We have taken a back seat. We have been doing all the behind the scenes work. And now we are breaking free and we are tired of being behind the scenes. And we're going to say what we need to say. And we're going to do what we need to do to succeed. Snaps. So now is your turn to sit on your behind and snap, snap, snap for us mm -hmm. while we succeed and we shine. That is my hope for 2019. Also that we get some food trucks outside of city council. Just saying. <laughs> Freaking reeking. We would love that, actually. <laughs> so that's my thing. Thank I, you all for a great year. I, I'm yes. You Happy thank holidays. you, ladies. Happy yeah. holidays. So much love and stuff. You know? I just want to cry a little bit. See, look at that, man. Look at all of our, our positivity, our supportiveness here. You, too, can oh. join in on that you from can. the back seat. You sure can. <laughs> you can do it at rvadirt.com. You can do it at, at rvadirt on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Hey, Fran, what do we still not have going on? Well, you know, we're going to close out the year. A lot has happened. It's been good. And a lot of mm, bukaka has happened, too. <laughs> but... 
we're still here and we're kicking. RPS is still not fully funded. Flint still has dirty water. And sadly, Richmond is still racist, but we're working on it. We got a fresh start ahead of us, kids. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Yeah, sorry. Speaking of, um, this is going to be a great wrap it up point that has nothing to do with this, but it does have to do with typical Richmond problems. Okay. On my phone, I just got an alert, and this is a day late, apparently, because I've just been working. Should it be pronounced Powhite or Powhite? Bye. Historical evidence has the answer. How do you pronounce this word? Powhite or Powhite. Commit to one. Powhite. 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 Is that right? Is it? Powhite. Pow. Powhite. 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 Is that right? Is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.